0: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount
1: using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per
0: line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com.
2: Well, get ready for another big Dak Prescott game this weekend because the Cowboys are playing the Carolina Panthers, but Perloff... The stat padding, aren't we smart enough to understand what's going on? Listen, Dallas is a very good team. They're going to be a playoff team, and we'll see what happens when they get there. But the MVP conversation around Dak Prescott, I think we're all smart enough to realize yeah. this is stat padding against teams that are not very good.
3: I And good dis- morning. I think I disagree more with you on this topic than anything since we started the show. <laughs> what wow. stat padding, Yes. did you watch the Eagles game? He... Played arguably the top three defense in the NFL and lit them up. What do you mean, stat padding? How is that stat padding to throw for 374 yards, three touchdowns, and no picks against Philadelphia in Philadelphia?
2: Okay, so let's talk about what really goes into an MVP conversation and what really makes somebody an MVP. Yes, the numbers have to be there. The wins for your team have to be there. Also, at some point, don't you have to take advantage of the situations that are gift wrapped for you? That week nine lost to Philadelphia. 28-23, to the final drive. Dak gets 86 yards in 46 seconds. 56 of those yards came on penalties committed by your Eagles on that drive. And on the six-yard line, sack, incompletion, delay of game, final pass to CeeDee Lamb is short. Where's the MVP moment in that game? So you stat pad against the Giants. You can stat pad against the New England Patriots. Stat pad against, you know, the Jets who are still reeling in week two oh, from yeah. the loss of Rodgers. Uh,
3: the Jets, yeah.
2: You've had good games against too. The Rams, th- the three and six Rams. Let's talk about getting humbled against the Car- the Arizona Cardinals. You rallied to beat the Chargers whose defense is not very good. And then now you're coming off a five-touchdown Amazing performance against the Giants. Again, a team that is starting Tommy DeVito and is probably going to get the number one overall pick. They stink.
3: This uh, What quarterback is going to have a perfect resume? Nobody. Patrick Mahomes just lost to the Broncos and scored nine points. Jalen Hurts lost to the Jets, too, and cost them the entire game. It doesn't matter. Week nine game against Philadelphia in Philadelphia. If
2: But that's the it, one it, you're yeah, but, using for No, but I'm argument. just saying,
3: if Dak Prescott goes on a run here, he plays Philadelphia in Dallas in three weeks... They're going to be favored in that game. The Cowboys will. Yep. If they split with the Eagles, which they often do, and Dak has a lot of success against the Eagles, he's right back in the MVP race. I understand what you're saying, but nobody's going to care by week 18 what happened in a game, a road game. I think that's going to help him. I think all these stats are going to start to pile up and it's going to look good. You have to admit, it's going to look good. And if you look at the deeper stats, he's been absolutely don- dominant. Pro Football Focus has him near one or two in almost every key category. And because
2: the- he's stat padding against these bad teams. These are not real numbers. <laughs> this is like looking at the Miami Dolphins' offensive numbers and taking out the the game they scored 70 points. Like, it, it skews everything. Well, why of is course, Pro Football Focus loves him. He can light up the Giants. Congrats.
3: So, Patrick Mahomes has been lighting up the AFC West for five years. Does anybody care about that?
2: Patrick Mahomes is doing something that few quarterbacks can do. We all see it. We all know it. We know he's the best quarterback in the entire league. He also has the postseason success, which I know this award is not supposed to be about. But I think you specifically would want this award to be about postseason success. It bothers you to no end when MVPs are named who have never won titles. I know that about you. And listen, this is breaking right here for Dak in terms of how he's going to be able to get these numbers. Again, at Carolina this weekend, name the number. I mean, Dak could throw another five touchdowns against this team who stinks. Washington, we'll see. Seattle, you can score on. Philly, there'll be a big one. Buffalo could be cratering. Miami, we'll see. Detroit, you can score on at will. Washington, again, like, he's does. where's the signature moment? Like the, the, uh, a touchdown to CeeDee Lamb against the crappy Giants? Where's the moment yet? We so, have not seen it. I need to see a lot more.
3: Right. But the vote, as I understand it, is at the end of the year. Right. So if they beat Philadelphia, that'll be his moment. They're going to be 12-5. and five. That's a given. We giver. know this. So third year in a row, the Cowboys are a franchise that likes to repeat the same record every year. He has 17 touchdowns and six picks. The fact that he cut down his picks is a huge story. Because what did we talk about all summer long? Dak Prescott in his interceptions. Yep. So it seems that he's cutting them down. Three of them were in one game against San Francisco. Now, he's not going to see San Francisco again, which is obviously his kryptonite, and most quarterbacks kryptonite. So if he ends up, I'm going to project here, 40 touchdowns, 11 picks, and they have 12 wins. Yeah that's as strong a case as anyone in the NFL because it's not going to be a great MVP year. But there's not going to be your perfect candidate. It's not going to be Peyton Manning with 55 touchdowns. Sure. There's no Tom Brady with 50 touchdowns. So he's going to be right in that mix of quarterbacks. Everybody's a little flawed this year. Nobody has these great secrets. What's a quarterback out there that is is winning these games that you keep talking about? Well,
2: I think Lamar Jackson probably had the inside track before they just had this bad loss. I, and look, I think that, and I know the bar's high for him. I think when all else is equal, they'll give it to Mahomes. If like, they have no great candidate, I think they would give it to Mahomes because we all know he's the greatest. And I never even brought up the San Francisco game, the embarrassing game for Dak Prescott. That's his words, not mine. Most lopsided defeat in a decade for the Dallas Cowboys. They lose that game. He goes 14 for 24, 153 yards, one touchdown, the three interceptions you mentioned, and he was pulled from the game. And the conversation was Brock Purdy for MVP after that game. Imagine that. And this is the, like when the, when the going gets tough against these really good teams, yeah. it's either can't come through in the final second, which has been a criticism of him for a long time, or get blown out by San Francisco, which is not great either.
3: Okay. Well, one thing about Lamar, Lamar's already won it. So that makes it harder for him. And his stats are way down from his MVP. In fact, his stats are not great overall. That. He had such a slow start passing the ball that he's having trouble catching up. He's definitely slowed down as a runner. So he's he's got a problem. The favorites all year have been Mahomes and Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Now Mahomes is slowing down as well. I think that sickness against the Broncos. I think this is the most wide open field we've had in a while because the elite guys are struggling a little bit. So, Nobody is perfect. So that gives Dak an avenue that he hasn't had in the past.
2: You know, maybe you're right about that, right? There's there's not like a guy who's gone in as the favorite who is like living it up to the living up to the hype. But here's the thing. You have Patrick Mahomes down, but where do we think this could be going, right? I, you have you talk about, I Matt don't think Fresco. it's going
3: anywhere great. I, the Chiefs it. have not impressed me. They they've changed their whole format. Now they're a run defense team.
2: Do you talk about Dak Prescott cut down on the interceptions and he'll get like extra credit for that in the eyes of the voters. Lamar Jackson has become a pocket passer. You don't think he's going to get credit for that? The the running numbers are down, but that's by design. He got used to an entirely new offense and it took less than a month and he's already effective. Now listen, you know, you lose a couple games here and there. The Bad loss lost to the Cleveland Browns this week where they led the entire way. That's not great. Getting blown out by the Lions, that's oh no, I'm sorry, they blew out the Lions. That's they have questions but I think Lamar is more likely to be rewarded than Dak Prescott.
3: But Lamar, if, if pocket passer, they're a middling passing offense. He's 14th in the league in passing yards. You can't make a, the argument that Lamar Jackson is this pocket passer if the numbers aren't there, and they're definitely not there.
2: Yeah, but they're don't very, you see the difference in the I, offense that they're trying to do?
3: You eyeball it, but I don't think voters are going to see it. If you're arguing that Lamar Jackson's passing is going to win him the MVP this year, the numbers just are not going to be there. And I think voters look at the numbers at the end of the season. They're going to look at the gaudy yards. If he's not a top 10 passer, how can you give him the award for that?
2: Well, I think you look at Dak's gaudy yards and you realize what they are, right? Mm-hmm. Which is basically running it up on teams that are bad. And I do think the voters will look at that. Let's- but he's
3: had one bad game. If you take out San Francisco, he's basically been effective against everybody. And at the end of the year, I don't think the voters are going to focus on one game here or there. Just go look at the overall product.
2: No, it won't be one game here or there. This was a big one, though. Um Why? Because because of how they lost and to who they lost to. A team that take them out of the playoffs the last two years. It was a big game. A lot of eyes on it. Dak redemption game. And they totally fell flat.
3: But it was week five. I think everybody acknowledges, like college football, teams are different at the end of the season. Now, listen, I'm not sure Dak's going to win it at all. But I think this idea that he's beating up bad teams is not going to be part of the reason he doesn't win it. Because... You know we're we're dumb. We don't think about it. Eagles last year beat up a bunch of bad teams and everyone talked about them being successful all year. The guy it doesn't yeah, but really. Yeah, they
2: actually made it to the Super Bowl, which right. kind of val- which did validate. I mean, like they got lucky. Brock Purdy got hurt in the NFC Championship. Now they hurt Brock Purdy, so maybe they didn't get lucky. They knocked him out of the game, and the same with Josh Johnson. I
3: mean, Tua still has high odds, and they're terrible against good teams, and they blow out bad teams, mm-hmm. and no one's talking about Tua's competition.
2: I know, but Tua. I don't think it's being talked about in the same type of way. I think Tyreek Hill is a dark horse candidate. Other wide receivers, could this be the year where it's not a quarterback is being talked about more in Miami than actually giving it to Tua?
3: I, I, Tua, I think it's still top five in odds. We forget because they've been on a bye, and yep. everyone now is talking about his hair and nothing else on Amazing. the field. But that offense, you know, the quarterback is always going to win. I understand this Tyreek Hill argument. Uh, it is a weird year because Mahomes, they're not going to give it to Mahomes again. That it's like Michael Jordan in the NBA. They get bored of giving it to the same guy. Jalen Hurts is honestly he's on one leg. I don't know how he's still a Vegas favorite. Yeah. And then you know McCaffrey and Tyree Killer are not quarterbacks. So why why can't Dak Prescott get in there? No one cares about the competition. They're not gonna look at that, Maggie. Nobody says Peyton Manning threw 55 touchdowns, but he was playing against the Raiders and the Chargers who are a mess. I don't think people think that way. I understand what you're saying, and I believe that too, but Dak was so good against Philly, and their line got destroyed by Philly's pass rush, and he hung in there. I think he's a different player. I think he's a better player than the Dak Prescott we saw last year.
2: Let's hear from Jerry Jones on this one, because why not? We love it when Jerry chimes in. He was on 105.3, the fan, on whether Dak Prescott is an MVP candidate.
4: I do. I certainly do. Uh, He's put games that... uh, Are together here, a series of games that uh, are the best of his career, and in my view, and um, at the best of uh, right at the tops of any uh, that I've seen.
2: There you go. So best of his career. Again, couldn't come through at the very end of the game in Philly. Staff pad against the Giants. The Rams, Stafford, gets knocked out of the game against the Rams, and the Rams are bad, and they even got a pick six in that game. So it's not like it was all the offense who was doing the damage. I just, I think he's got the one good win, I guess, against the Chargers. I would say that's that was a good win because they were coming off of the 49ers, but you're telling me you got a good win in the last moments against a team that is known for screwing up bad at the end of games, and it was a Herbert interception that you remember actually sealed the victory for Dallas.
3: You're getting way caught up in early season games. It's a long, long season. Nobody even is going to remember any of that stuff. The voters are going to see the last three games and judge them on that. I'm looking at the and odds. You they shouldn't be voting. The odds from ESPN, oh, come on. It's a week five game against San Francisco. It really doesn't matter. Looking at the odds are crazy, by the way. Dak is a great bet now. He's 35 to one. No, he's going to really make you guys mad. Who you did? know who's still high up there? Try and guess the one player that you didn't Oh, Brock
2: Purdy. Know. Brock Purdy <laughs> is tied
3: with C.J. Stroud at six in the MVP odds, so Brock Purdy is sticky in this yeah. argument. He's way I, ahead of that. We're not this
2: about Purdy today. It's about Dak.
3: But I'm just saying, Dak at 35 to one is way better than these can. I guarantee he's going to end up in the top three. Because look who's ahead of him now: Josh Allen, Jared Goff, C.J. Stroud, Purdy, McCaffrey, Burrow, Tua, Lamar, Patrick Hurts. You tell me he can't jump all these guys. Joe Burrow, he's not even going to be in the playoffs. Eight
2: five five two one two four CBS. Eight five five two one two four two two seven just snuck in that Bengals, not making the playoffs right there at the end of that thing. We got to... Bengals tonight.
3: It's a reality. Dak Prescott's going to have a 12-5 and record and 40 touchdowns and 12 picks. And you're telling me voters are going to care about one individual game? They're going to look at that body of work and say, that is a good season.
2: Okay, but they've won 12 games every year that he's there and healthy. It's the same. We're watching the same season, except for a couple more touchdowns because the Giants suck.
3: But it's a narrative award. And the fact that Dak Prescott got so much criticism last year, and he's actually playing like normal Dak Prescott this year, I think that up-and-down thing is going to appeal to voters. You know how voters are? They, they're not like you, Maggie. They're not going to break down the game tape. They're going to say... I
2: should be a voter then.
3: Yeah, maybe you should be a voter.
2: <laughs> I don't want yeah. that smoke.
3: You're like, well, why did Josh Allen get one first-place
2: vote? <laughs> Who is that? I know. We'll <laughs> talk about what's going on with my bills a little bit later on, but now it's about Dak Prescott. Does he look like the league's MVP to you? Playing like the league's MVP to you? Or does it matter that he is, in my opinion padding stats against bad teams. And again, it's going to continue this weekend. They're playing Carolina. He's going to look amazing.
3: Yeah, I I don't think anyone's... Remember we were down on the Cowboys after the Eagles lost? Everyone's going to be up on them again when they get Philly again on December 10th because they're probably going to beat these bad teams. By the way, at Carolina, slightly tricky game too. Oh,
2: please. Slightly tricky. Slightly tricky. For who? uh, The Texans? That was it. Right.
1: got his uh, play calling back, by the way.
2: Did see that Frank? He Greg, snatched it back. You know that <laughs> snatched it. Yeah, like but, a
1: Ti and you know, Atl taking, <laughs> taking the change from Nunu.
2: I I think it's funny. That's always the sign of things are stable in your organization. You got to juggle who's calling plays mid season.
1: Never a, good, never a good sign, unless you've got a rookie quarterback who's the number one pick in the draft.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: See, I worry that Dak's not going to
3: get stats on this because Micah Parsons is going to have three touchdowns <laughs> against Carolina. <laughs> he's going to murder Giants Bryce game. Young. So this is not going to be a great Dak game. But then Washington, Seattle, Philly, he's going to light those teams up.
2: And Detroit, like he's going to be able uh, to score against it is, these teams. It is
3: laid out perfectly for Dak Prescott to have great numbers. I mean, it's a long season left. We'll see what happens, but... Thirty-five to one. Let's let's put in let's pull our money and get in on that DAC action,
1: Maggie. Come on! <laughs> I think there's an important thing about Dak that I, I talked about. We talked about a little bit in the production of the show. So the history of the NFL in the last recent history, there hasn't been many non-division winners to win the yeah. MVP. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you had uh, Adrian Peterson, who was a running back, who won the MVP, I think in 2012, and then before that, then you look at Peyton, Peyton Manning in 2008. Do the Cowboys have to win the division in your eyes to? Make Dak the MVP? No. If they win 12 games, isn't sure. that enough? Uh, not for me. But,
3: but that being said, this that, this NFC East is far from over because Philly loses in Dallas. Philly's got some issues. They have some health problems. Dallas could go on a run, and Philadelphia has a terrible schedule. I don't think this division is over. Do you think that, that Philly's got it in the bag? They're two games up right now.
2: Uh, I don't know. They still have that secret weapon of the tush-push. <laughs> it's just like, it doesn't...
3: That's your reasoning? Because they have the tush-push?
2: Yeah, because every they start every drive and it's first and nine. And everyone else starts a drive and it's first and ten. Or it's first and eight for them. It's like a, it's this cheat code thing. And it also doesn't seem to matter if Jalen Hurts is injured or not. They can still execute this play.
3: The issue with them is they got Casey coming off a bye who's undefeated. Andy Reid's never lost off a bye. So they'll probably be eight and two. And then that Dallas game's a showdown. It's going to be a big audience. Voters, the last thing they saw is all they know, Maggie. They don't go back. You've been doing this long enough. You know that the most recent thing is all anyone remembers.
2: YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. Twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio. That's where the weedos and the coffee drinkers, good morning. That's where they hang. Uh, Pine Needle said, Dax padding his stats like an eighth grade bra. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know why you're thinking about that, but eight five five two one two four CBS. I agree with the sentiment. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. Patty, the stats for sure. But what say you? Is Dak Prescott an MVP? I mean, the connection with Lamb has been pretty special. Do we dare give Mike McCarthy any credit for how good the offense has looked? <gasps> Dak wins MVP. That means McCarthy's got to get some credit too. No. Why?
3: Wow, it's the same team as last year. They were a little that better. That means the
2: play calling must be better because Dak certainly was not an MVP candidate last year.
3: Right, but they've been top five in offense. Are they better or worse than last year?
2: It sounds like they're, they're better.
3: They're definitely less turnover prone. They're less turnover prone. Yeah. I think the offense is a bit slower than the last two years. We have to check that. Mm. I mean, Dak threw thirty-seven touchdowns and eleven picks two years ago, and everyone ignored that and said Dak is a turnover machine, even though his whole career hasn't been. I, I no, I'm not going that far. I'm Can't not giving. I'm McCarthy. not giving Mike huh? McCarthy credit, please.
2: 855-212-4CBS. Uh, we've got that for you. We want to hear from you. Also, coming up, is Josh Allen to blame for Ken Dorsey getting fired? And I'll give you what's at stake for what was once a Super Bowl contender in my Buffalo Bills this weekend against the Jets. Uh, don't move. Maggie and Perloff, 855 212 cbs
3: CBS Sports Radio. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. So, I requested a country, Western theme today from Carlos, who's on the board, who has a music theme every time he's here. Uh, I'm trying to make the case for Dak Prescott for MVP, and I really shouldn't make this case, Maggie. Why? Because I'm jumping all over these 35-to-1 odds. He's about 10th in odds. People do not realize how easy the schedule is. And you say that beating up on easy teams, voters are savvy enough to know that padding your stats against the Giants and the Commanders... Voters have no idea. Voters are oblivious. (laughs) If he ends up with 40-plus touchdowns and 12 wins, that's a great case, especially because the field is a little flawed this year. Watch out for Dak to move up these MVP rankings.
2: EJ, why don't we throw this up on social? Dak Prescott MVP. Yes, no. Let's hit the phones. 855-212-4CBS. Shad is in Idaho. Good morning, Shad.
4: Good morning. How are you?
2: Fantastic. What do you think?
4: Well here's my take on it okay i think it's really going to come down to that dallas and detroit game Mm. with goff with the way he's leading detroit okay now down in miami you got the vote being split down there between the cheetah and tua yep okay now if you look at the last six games mahomes hasn't played that great take go go ahead and take a look at his last six games Yep. so i really think if especially if detroit wins their division I think it's going to come down to that game between with Detroit and Dallas, and whoever what's one of those two takes down the other one. Because if God plays better than Dak, that's it. Dak's not getting it.
2: You know, Chad, it's a great point, and that you know the other stakes that could possibly be on that game is the number one overall seed in the NFC.
3: Wait, what about Jalen Hurts? What what happened to Jalen Hurts here?
4: But well. He's playing hurt, and obviously, if Goth beats Dak, Philly's probably going to win the division. And like I said, if Goth beats Dak, that's it; it's over with.
3: Well, why? Why wouldn't Hurts? Hurts is a much stronger favorite than why wouldn't they just give it to Jalen Hurts?
2: Well, the, I think Shad saying he's hurt <laughs> it, it, now. It, it, oh, what right. are the odds that he's going to be it, able to play every game?
4: Oh. Does it look, look, yeah? And the sentimental thing—I mean, if, if Detroit wins the division, if God leads them and they win the division, hmm. they're going to give it to him over Hurts because yeah. yeah. it, it's—it's going to be that feel-good thing.
2: You know, Shad, great points all around made by you. Thank you for the phone call. You know, we did not factor in the Detroit sentimentality thing. Like they might sweep the awards if they end up getting the number one seed. You could have Golf MVP, MVP Dan Campbell Coach of the Year, the what was it? Brad Holmes, who's our GM, uh, as the Executive of the Year. Lions, yeah, yeah, Brad, Still Holmes. Brad Holmes, right? Yeah. Um, you could see you could see a sweep. Maybe your boy Amron Ross St. Brown Offensive Player of the Year. I don't know.
3: That <laughs>
2: <laughs> just it's By like way, a, the it's like a award. movie He'll at get the Oscars Award.
3: Coolest MF on the planet. Amron St. Brown's podcast is now the hot podcast too. He is. He's so cool. I want to move him up to number one, but anyway, I uh, do not discount Jalen Hurts because Jalen Hurts is on. Even with one leg, he's on fire right now. Him and Dak are not throwing in completions at any point of any game now.
2: But the uh, like, don't you? Couldn't you see if Philly does keep winning yeah. that they sit Jalen Hurts for a game or two before the playoffs if he's still battling this? Philly's injury? got a
3: weird thing about putting Jalen Hurts out there. I, I <laughs> they. No, I, teams do not sit their starting quarterbacks, and they're not probably not going to be able to clinch. And even if they do, if they do clinch and they sit the game, his stats will still look good. Do you think that would hurt him?
2: Well, just missing games in general. Uh, He's
3: not going to miss multiple games. They're not going to be four games up on the rest of the NFC East. They're about to lose on Monday night. They play the Chiefs mm-hmm. in Kansas City coming off a bye. It's a tough, tough matchup. I know. Do and, you guys know
2: who's going to be there, too?
3: Yes. No, is she going to be there?
2: Well, I don't know if she's going to be there. Apparently, she's back in the U.S. now. Of course, we're talking about Taylor. She's back in the U.S. after the shows in Buenos Aires, but the families are going to meet at this game. It's all moving really fast, guys.
5: Because it's
1: real.
2: (laughs) That's the last reason.
1: So I have a question. Would you want your significant other's parents and your parents to meet at your job? I would not.
2: <laughs> I didn't think about it that way. Like,
1: if I was here or I was hosting a show, yeah. and my, my parents, my sister's parents are going to be for the first time and, like, listen to me on the radio, like, they probably think I'm a lunatic.
2: <laughs> just sitting right out there looking through the glass? Yeah, like, well, that seems
1: like the worst the worst place to meet.
2: To be fair, you don't generally do your job in front of 80,000 people. You talk true. to more than 80,000 people. You, you in a, in a sense, are doing it in front of a crowd that big. We just can't see the crowd that big.
3: The Swifts are boo us. the Swifts are good Pennsylvania people. They've seen T- Travis Kelsey play a million times. <laughs> That's a football family. From everything I understand, they're from Wyoming or Redding. somewhere somewhere around there. Eagles fans. They know the they know the ball. I name, don't know either. if they're
2: Eagles fans anymore. I think that the dad well, gave, out, gave up the Eagles for the Chiefs, which feels a little sacrilegious considering they just won the Super Bowl.
3: Do we know? So Taylor Swift's dad has already given up on the
2: allegedly what? Yeah,
1: and he's a Chief fan.
2: Now uh, he as, is. Yeah, mm.
1: I, I unfortunately listened to some of that uh, New Heights podcast. Not not unfortunately because those guys are great, but just unfortunate because I'm like, this is where my life is. <laughs> Bom, everything with the Kelsey's. But yeah, Jason was a little perturbed by uh, Papa Swift Yeah, Scott and his, Swift. His chiefs. Oh, I did not. His chiefs' allegiance now. That's pretty weak.
5: Yeah. For the record, though, it appears that she has a show in Rio on Friday, so she's not going to be at Arrowhead or wherever that. Oh, well, no, she's not going to be there. Whenever that whenever that so game she is she won't
2: be with, but the parents are yeah, going to be mingling because
5: she has every weekend she's playing in South America for the next
2: little while. Okay. Yeah, you get your parents meeting. I guess a football game a football game might be a good spot. There's a lot of distractions. You don't have to just like be at dinner together like trapped talking about whatever. But then yeah.
1: like to me like I would also probably have, like, my worst game, my worst performance. Because <laughs> this really, is the time where, yeah. like, you're trying to probably press and probably do the most if you're Travis Kelsey. You, so right?
3: you're saying it's more nerve-wracking to have Taylor Swift's parents there than, say, the Super Bowl,
0: where
2: <laughs> 60 million people are <laughs> <laughs> watching? Multiple it? Super Bowls. I, to, I, I mean,
3: actually what understand really what you're fine saying. With but
2: that? What else, SNL?
3: I've kind of noticed uh, it. he seems to play better with this pressure of Taylor Swift around him. He's been mm-hmm. on fire. That's true. He gets sort of hyped up about this, where I, I'd be like you, EJ. I would totally panic and not play my best game in this situation
2: you know what i think it generally is is also the lead-up to the game right like if you have people in your house they don't know your routines like you know when people come to stay with us like around the holidays or whatever it's like sorry i wake up at 3 30 in the morning like sorry this is a little odd for everybody i can't stay up late and watch a movie i've got to go to bed Maybe that's a little.
1: And, th- okay. and there's Weird. also the logistics of, like, you know, once your, your significant other's parents come around, like, you also kind of become, like, you know, Host. the city's mayor. You yeah. know? So you're like, you gotta prepare for your game, but you also gotta say, this is where you mm. eat. Oh, this is where uh. you gotta go to the stadium. Yeah. Here's, Sight-seeing. Your, here's your special passes to get into the suite. Like, there's all, and I know Travis Kelsey probably has a million people helping him with this, but like, yeah. there's all these other logistics you gotta deal with too. I can't imagine that's easy. Now, again, Kelsey's a baller. I mean, he seems to play well in these circumstances. He's a special player. But I think a lot of athletes would melt under this kind of pressure. No, no.
3: He's got to actually pick them up and take them to the stadium. Probably that's what I would have to do. I drive (laughs) my in-laws everywhere when they're in town. No, that's a good point. The in-laws are a different animal here. But like, I is think. keep
2: pregnant? Why are they moving this so fast? <laughs> here's there, a, here's was, my bigger
3: Maggie. Just here's my bigger be. issue. Maggie, are you ready? You saw the kiss at the concert in Argentina. Yeah, Are you ready by to buy design? In? Are you ready to buy in here? Sheeple,
2: open your eyes. They're doing all of this in in front of a million cameras so, to get you to buy in. This
5: dude on a bye week flew to South America. So people could be like, Why aren't you in the facility learning plays in my home. Yeah. The offense stinks. Because he's, because he's because he's for for the rude? no way man so this is it he's this is very real.
2: committed to the bit this Guys. is too committed clearly he's a pretty good actor he was on SNL is he
5: oh so if he gets
3: married and has let's say three kids will you buy in then how super many kids super committed you
2: need? to the bit <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, if they, they really die like yeah
3: yeah as a in ninety three other's arms, old like
5: swans
1: is that good enough for yeah. you Maggie
2: I just think the final Heartless. dying words would be like we got him they bought <sighs> it the whole time I also couldn't
1: stand that like. Whenever there's these headlines, they always sensationalize everything, obviously. But they were like, oh, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift make out. I'm like, oh, wow, really? Like, that seems intense. I really <laughs> thought this was fake. Then I see it. It was like this quick peck as she's running off the stage. I'm like, that wasn't a make out session. Come on, man.
2: Man, have you been recently, like, we're all kind of a, a, over 30 here, right? So put that way. Have you been witness, like, been around someone viciously making out recently? I saw some people in a bar making out the last time I was out with my girlfriends was a while ago now. It's like literally a year ago now that I think about it, which is sad. But we were out, and it was kind of late. And, like, these two people were just making out, just going at it in the corner. Not even in the corner. I was like, guys – was it
5: Taylor
3: Swift and <laughs> <Travis Kelsey?
2: laughs> In fact, it was. Bogus is here with headlines. Good morning.
5: Uh, good morning again. So it's five games and $770,000 in lost salary. That's the punishment for Draymond Green for Tuesday night's choke hold on Rudy Gobert. Gobert, Clay Thompson, Jaden McDaniels, all fine 25 grand. And then the T-Wolves played a game in Phoenix.
4: Booker makes his way to the right wing, blows past Troy Brown, into the lane. The runner's up, around the rim, it drops, got it, and the foul. Book with another chance at a three-point play.
5: That's John Bloom on Suns Radio Booker on his way to 31 points after missing five games with a strained calf. Kevin Durant also scored 31 in the 133-115 Suns victory, which ended mini seven-game win streak.
3: Okay, if you only get five games for putting Rudy Gobert in a chokehold, yeah. then Minnesota has an open lane here. Someone's got to take a swing at Draymond at some point. Otherwise, what are the T-Wolves doing?
2: Well, they already played twice. I, I, are they a play again? I don't think so. I think They might it.
3: play one more time. Do they? Somebody's, somebody's got to be. You that need, would make me pay attention. As Pat Beverly said, you got to be. You got to settle this like men and actually fight. You can't. If the league's not going to really do much about it, this is a great opportunity. I think Cat, Carl, I think he's was such a whim. He should just punch Draymond in the face as hard as he could. Okay. Instead of pulling. Wait. He actually Wait. pulled on Rudy Gobert's arm by accident.
2: Is that the way that NBA players are settling things these days? Because I feel like they're settling it with passive aggressive tweets
3: and podcasts. Uh, yes.
2: And podcasts. <laughs> yes. And that's
3: why. Flames. This,
1: so weak. Like, is so weak. Well, but It's so weak. Why, If they're not going to do anything, they just fight like everyone used to do. So I, I agree, Perloff, but I, I did see Timberwolves fans on social media saying the last thing they want is their definitely their second best player. He's not better than Anthony Edwards. But their second best player, a guy who's a star, deciding that he's going to be the guy who's going to be the goon and punch Draymond Green and lose, you know, Crossing Towns for five to ten games. Like right. is there any argument to that? Cause you know, these other teams, like Patrick Ewing had Oakley and Xavier McDaniels, right. and you know, Jordan had Horace Grant and Rodman, like they had those guys to handle that stuff. Yep. Like, is there any argument to like Kat saying, Hey, that's not my fight? Like there's gotta be a goon on the team that has to go in there and handle that. Nas Reed's gotta come off the bench. Yeah, where to I, where that. is
5: Nas Reed? I know that dude from Jersey High School. That guy can throw a punch the read, Reed? I, yeah, he seems
1: like the guy. I guess he wasn't on the court, which I would assume it was a start. It was the start of the game, so he definitely wasn't on the court. So he can't run on the court. He'd probably get suspended forever because of those okay. rules. Well,
2: Cat, let's, let's look at the uh, yeah. the rest of the roster and pick out a good uh, candidate here.
3: Well, Cat mm-hmm. should throw that punch because five games—that's a really effective load management strategy. They could—they <laughs> would <laughs> want to sit Cat for five games without getting in but trouble. But if, right.
5: if he throws a cross that really knocks Draymond Green down, Seven, he's not getting games?
3: five games. Seven ten, yeah, he's getting at least ten if okay. he really does damage.
2: I think I found the guy. Guys, you know who's on this team? Luca Garza. <laughs> you got Garza on the team, and you got Jock Landale on this team.
1: Yeah, somebody. Somebody. I, I know it's the start of the game, and but somebody from the bench probably needed to get on the court and do something. Just and give they them would, these they, goofy they dudes. Have yeah, them they, they would have lost twenty games because again, you leave the bench. Like the NBA will not tolerate that. But the problem was, like, it was the start of the game. So all the guys that are playing are like, you know, it's Mike Conley, it's Anthony Edwards. Like, in theory, you really can't afford to lose any of those guys. But um, one of those guys from the bench probably needed, and look, that would have created probably an even bigger brawl. But one of those guys needed to, or even go back to the tunnel. Like, remember when, uh, you know, uh, what was it, uh, Doug Christie and Rick Fox <laughs> got yeah. into a fight? Like, one of those guys needed to just go to the back and then start something back there maybe. So maybe it doesn't happen on the court. That was probably the issue.
2: Uh, uh, you do get another game between these two. Uh, but it's March not till 24th. March. Yeah. yeah.
3: I, I think that it was two minutes into the game, nobody was ready to fight. That was the other problem. I, I don't think people were there was how can you two minutes you're not ready to fight, you need a little background, you need to amp yourself up. Cat Jaden
2: McDaniels was. If you, <laughs> uh,
3: well, yeah, but Kat obviously did not know what was
5: going on. He was looked very confused <laughs> when he was
3: pulling <laughs> they him. Did, they didn't tell
2: him. Yeah, I mean I'd be confused
5: too. Draymond looked crazy. Yeah, it was it like was an, he, he looked like he was that guy of an out of body experience. Like his eyes were all like were wide open. He wouldn't let go. I wouldn't bother with that dude. Yeah, we usually see
3: basketball fights sort of building like there's a vicious box out or somebody throws an elbow. This one kind of went from zero
1: to sixty a little fast. Well, because yeah. it was
2: left over from the game yeah. before. Yeah. It right. was
1: like it was like a hockey or baseball fight. Yeah, like exactly. you see that where, you know, as soon as the the puck drops, the, the gloves drop. Yeah. That's kind of what has happened here.
5: Uh, other NBA action last night. The Kings gave the Lakers their first home loss, 125 110. Two straight losses for the Sixers, 117 107 of the Celtics. Luka had 26, 10 helpers in the Mavs, one thirty, one seventeen 117 win in Washington. And the Knicks won in Atlanta, 116 114. Mark Jackson was supposed to be the analyst on MSG TV here in New York, but reports yesterday said the team killed the arrangement because of a past issue between Jackson and Knicks assistant Darren Ehrman. He was on Jackson's staff with Golden State, got fired, and then we found out he was the one who secretly taped Jackson and some players. Fast forward to now, the Knicks apparently would not let Jackson on the team playing or in the team hotel, but Jackson has a different story about losing the job.
1: Over a week ago, I turned that job down.
0: You heard what I said? More than a week ago, I turned the job down due to the fact that it wasn't the ideal conditions, and it wasn't the ideal time for me.
5: Uh, which <laughs> apparently sucks for him because
0: they say once a Nick, always a Nick. I bleed a side of me blue and orange. I dreamt of playing for the Knicks. I dreamt of calling games for the Knicks. It would have been a dream accomplished, but it just didn't work out. So
5: I don't know why Jackson's letting the Knicks off the hook here. Uh, Like, this is a pure Knicks story that they were like, you were mean to Darren Ehrman nine years ago. You can't come here. You can't go there. This has been out there for two months, six weeks, this story. And only yesterday they decided that they can't
2: coexist. Well, I also just find that who would ever hire a guy who was accused of secretly videotaping (laughs) your coaching meetings and other things like even if he swears up and down he'll never do it again. It's like well you were secretly right. recording and what taking it to ownership and trying to wait. You know, who
3: Mark Jackson did all that? No, no, the no. no. On the Darren Ehrman oh. did
2: that to Mark Jackson, and he was video. He would leave a video, that uh, uh, video, a tape recorder in a room and then leave the room. So then Mark Jackson is having conversations that he thinks is private with. You know, other coaches or players. And meanwhile, this random assistant coach was recording the whole thing. How did that dude get a second job?
5: And now he's winning
2: in, yes. a, in a power
3: struggle with Mark Jackson. Wait, sorry, why was Mark Jackson talking to owners when he was at ABC? No,
1: this is when he was with the Warriors. This is when he was the head It's like coach I of the didn't Warriors. write the update. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you don't remember the story? <laughs> Yeah, so when he was with the Warriors, (laughs) it was a a lot of controversy. (laughs) You don't remember thirty seconds ago or nine (laughs) years ago.
3: Why is Mark Jackson, who had the national telecast for for ten years, why is his dream to do the Knicks? That's one of the best Nick regional play-by-play call jobs you have, and you yeah, still yeah. get to
2: do the games. But with you brain. had Mike you Breen the, the
3: NBA games. Finals. Like that's kind of weak that you were wanting to get back. He should go to Indiana
1: because they're a more fun team right now. <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> oh yeah, I'm I'm the Pacers trolling. are the he funnest should, team. He should cover the Indiana Pacers and not do games with Mike Breen in the New York Knicks. <laughs> oh, the Knicks are death. I mean, you're going to be you're going to be off, a nationwide you, joke if you, you go do to the
2: Garden just to see celebrities.
3: Yeah, but I mean, I wouldn't want to be involved with that team.
2: Well, I mean, that's, well, that's
1: a whole, that's a whole other thing. But I don't this think is, you have to worry about that anymore. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, yeah. by association. But this is also the TV side of it. Yeah, This is not, you know, having to have lunch with James Dolan. But how could the that TV be? The ch- TV people at MSG are amazing. How many
3: NBA finals did he do? Why would he want? To,
2: to keep working.
1: Yeah, I know. But, Wait, but you, you do understand that, like, there are guys who do national games that also then do regional. Like yeah, yeah. Eagle does the Nets. Like, like you don't say, oh, I did the NBA finals. I don't have to work at I just game. think
3: for Mark Jackson – The guy has had a lot of success. He doesn't need this next job. No, I don't think it's a tragedy that he hasn't gotten. For him
5: personally, I wouldn't be that upset.
2: According to him, he turned it down.
5: Yeah, and it's only a handful of games. He's only filling in for Clyde Frazier when he can't do it, so it's not even a full schedule. And apparently he wouldn't even get paid because ESPN is still paying him. So he's kind of doing it. Now that's an
2: MSG move. (laughs) Yeah.
5: Or like, you know, MSG then writes him a check for the game, so ESPN's check are a little lighter. Like He's not getting any extra money. It's just... Let the Knicks be the Knicks. Let the Knicks look stupid for this. Don't go, oh, no, actually, I I turned it down. Like, let us think that the Knicks did you wrong.
2: Well, it got through clearly a lot of layers. Like, a lot of people miss this one. They're like, hmm, he might have a, an issue with this assistant coach. I don't know how it didn't get caught, too. Yeah,
1: but. it just seems like somebody missed the boat, that this yeah. was, this beef happened. I I know he said it was over a week ago. I feel like there might have been plans. I don't think that the Knicks staff, because they said Leon Rose apparently maybe he made the, the, the final call. It, yeah. I don't think that he knew about this thing. I think that he was probably told very recently, hey, like, Mark Jackson's going to be on the plane, and you know, maybe he gets to Tibbs, and then Tibbs starts talking to his staff, and then he doesn't realize the ops are on his staff.
5: Wait, but this was... This I, like, this has been in the news for a long time, like to the point where I, yep. I'm gonna name drop. I saw Mike Breen like six weeks ago, and we talked about this. No, I know, but <laughs> so like, I, but, how did, the how the did I job. know Let's before be Leon though, Rose?
1: And I'm not going to talk about the Knicks being this great team, but they're Tibbs is a maniac when it comes to being locked in. I don't think that his coaching staff is looking at headlines and who's calling their games. I don't think they have any idea. About no, but
5: Leon like that. Rose absolutely had to know yeah. weeks ago that Mark
1: Jackson was coming. and don't Don't they
5: own MSG? Leon Rose TV? may have known that,
1: but I don't think he may have known that beef. And uh-huh. once you get to talking to your staff, saying, "Hey, this is gonna who's be, this is who's gonna be on the plane?" Maybe that's I don't know. I Former agent,
2: I feel happens. like he he knows all these stories. Anyways, uh long story short, no Mark Jackson on the call. Step right up, we'll let Wally Zerbiak.
1: That's a shame. I love <laughs> Wally, but Mark would have been awesome. New Yorker. Brooklyn, Queens, Brooklyn High School, Queens native. We really fumbled the bag there.
2: <laughs> Special for EJ, <laughs> definitely.
1: Uh, Thursday night football is a good one. What for else you a-
2: talk to Breen about? <laughs> Fordham basketball. Oh, uh,
1: <laughs> yeah. Someone, uh, I'm, so this is very weird, but someone needs to get to Breen. Like he was my youth basketball coach, and I'm trying to reach out to him to let remind him of this.
2: Oh, we can get to Breen.
1: Now that I have connections here, I guess. Yeah. I mean, you got me. I yep. can
2: email him right now. Yeah. they will respond
5: in 36 hours. That's this, the relationship we have.
2: 36 days. He's like an <laughs>
5: HR person. We have received your email. We'll get back to you within 24 to 48 hours. And
2: does he sign every email? Bang. <laughs> <laughs> Mike
5: no, it's in the address, though.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Is it? No. Nice. Double bang. Actually, that's a bad. <laughs> that would be hey, a tough yeah. Email address. You might get some <laughs> spam of that one. Uh, Breen at
5: hotmail.com.
2: Double bang brain at hotmail.com.
5: Lefty Blake Snell hits the open market with a second Cy Young award. He is now one as a Padre and a Ray, making him the seventh ever to win in each league. Yankee Garrett Cole won AL honors this year. And on ice last night, the Oilers now 2-for-2 two two since their coaching change, depriving the Kraken of funnel cake with a 4-3 OT win. Evandra Kane scored three times, including the winner. Guys, back to you.
2: Andrew Bogus, thank you so much. Coming up, major changes coming. Will they make a difference for one NFL team
5: You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Modelo is your reward. Modelo, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port Chicago,
1: Illinois.
2: Sports Radio.
3: All right, you can stream the NFL on Westwood One for free. Sponsored by AutoZone. All season long, you can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL. Live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on the Odyssey app. Get in the zone, AutoZone. AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available for free at your local AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone restrictions apply. Country Western music today on the Maggie and Perloff show, which is fitting, I think, for Bill's fans. Sort of drown your sorrows.
2: (laughs) Thank you. Uh,
3: you Yeah. Where are we now with the Ken Dorsey, the offensive coordinator, was fired? Which uh, stage of mourning are we in there?
2: Um, Probably acceptance, I think, is the stage. And Josh Allen certainly accepting that, you know, if the team had played better then ken dorsey obviously would have never had to meet this fate let's listen to josh allen carlos uh cut five please
4: and the fact is you know we we play better as a team we probably don't have to make a move like that you know he's he's a big part of what we've been doing here in the last few years um you know i talked with coach mcdermott and i understand the thought process of of why we're doing it um it's unfortunate but At the same time, we've got a game against a division rival on Sunday, and, you know, we still have time to to turn this thing around.
2: Here's what's going to happen. You're going to see, and I think quickly, like this weekend, whether the team believes that Ken Dorsey was really being scapegoated here or whether this change is one that could spark something. Because if the team comes out and plays flat and loses to the New York Jets and essentially waves the white flag on the season, then you know – that they do not want to play for Sean McDermott anymore. And I think that McDermott is really the one now who's got the white-hot light on him, Perloff. He jettisoned Leslie Frazier last year, the defense coordinator. Now he just fired the offensive coordinator. He had fired a special teams coordinator after the 13 seconds game. There's nowhere else to look but at Sean McDermott. If the team comes out and lays an egg against the Jets, it's going to look like the team have totally given up on him.
3: You know, I also wonder about the scenario. Say they beat the Jets. The Jets just lost to the Raiders. They're very, very bad. Would that be fool's gold to think that they fix anything by beating the Jets?
2: Well, it's probably a little more of an, it'd be more of an indictment to lose to them twice.
3: Yeah, of course. You know. Of course. I just wonder if, if they're set, setting up Joe Brady for success by getting an easy win here against the Jets. Although that defense is great. I wouldn't want to be the OC against the Jets. But they if they can't win this game, then fine, we're done. Let's exactly. rip the Band-Aid and get it over with. I think the real tests are coming down later. How competitive are they? They have some really hard games coming up, too. Yeah.
2: Your Philadelphia Eagles, yeah. Kansas City. I mean, this is going to be very, very tough. And I think, to me, it's all about now McDermott and... You know, whether or not Josh Allen, who I believe has a lot of power in the organization. Mm -hmm. Now, Sean McDermott also has a lot of power because he essentially picked the GM, which is not usually how things work. It's kind of rare, but he did. And if Josh Allen doesn't want to be playing for Sean McDermott anymore, if he wants an offensive coach or if the message has gone stale or whatever, then listen, I don't think you should just keep Sean McDermott because he's had success when you've clearly hit a ceiling here. And keep him for one year, even if you miss the playoffs. Just as what a yeah. courtesy, like this is Josh Allen's career. Like that, you know, you're not going to have him in his prime forever.
3: I think uh, another problem too. What if James Cook has the fumbles? I mean, that could be a re- he fumbled twice and maybe th- two and a half times in yep. this game. He's arguably your second best weapon now behind Steph Diggs. What that the turnovers is this on the coordinator or is this on the players?
2: Well, I think you got to give James Cook a little benefit of the doubt. He does not have a fumble problem. He just got the ball knocked out of his hands in this game, and wait, he and what? Josh Allen. Wait,
3: wait, wait, wait. He does not have a fumble problem. He just got the ball knocked out of his hands. as a running back.
2: I know, but he hadn't fumbled at all this season.
3: Oh, in the past, yeah. I say what you're he's
2: not like a fumble guy.
3: But that's his fault to to let someone rip it out of his hands, right? That's a running back's job.
2: Yeah, I mean, and he got benched for three series for it, and it might have cost him the game. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Try to make a point. Eight five five two one two four two two seven.